Welcome back to Contriving Insufferable, the only podcast, so it's told, that will end in days ahead. No, that will in days ahead... You're doing this so badly. shut up. That will in days ahead red unto ash what once was gold, ran happiness to dread. The fury that our futures hold be plain enough to know, with naught abroad excepting cold, and a hey nonny, hey nonny ho. Thanks for those, by the way. Hey, hey, hey nonny ho, hey nonny nonny ho. Twill start... Or so the seers do tell with Herbert Humphrey Moore. This janitor, he launders well the hallowed White House floor. Though boredom ebbs in his mind and thus to stem the flow, seeks out the podcast for to play and a hey nonny, hey nonny ho. And then there's another one of those. <laughs> such, such wondrous voices rang until there, can, there came that awful year. The, the spelling mistakes don't help, Simon. There were no spelling mistakes. There are spelling Let mistakes. Me, show me a spelling mistake. There, that socially came, with surely. With the red wiggly line underneath it. Came, um, not can. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. There came that awful year when episodes ran out, yet still, he sought for more to hear. The bottom of the barrel's hole on scraping came the show, contrived and insufferable, and a hey nonny, hey nonny ho, hey nonny, hey nonny ho. The chatter was so lousy and the improv was so poor that young Herb became quite drowsy and did stay awake no more. The Oval Office bade him rest... And while asleep, a toe against the nuclear button pressed, and a hey nonny, hey nonny, ho, hey nonny, hey nonny, ho. The missiles launched on China, and launched, and they launched on France and Spain. To dust turned cities finer than the finest acid rain. War lasted but an hour, yet survivors numbered low. In their bunkers did they cower, and a hey nonny, hey nonny, ho. As the final days grew shorter, I'm just skipping the hey nonny. Yeah, I noticed. As the final days grew shorter, all was over but debate. Who did trigger all the slaughter? Who deserved the people's hate? Though the stragglers argued where the blame lay, they knew the bulk must go to genocidal host Sam Ray and a hey nonny, hey nonny ho. Hey nonny, hey nonny ho, hey nonny nonny ho. That was a very disappointing reading. Welcome to Contriving Insufferable. I'm your host Sam Ray, apparently to blame for the end of the world. According to the... I feel it's inevitable. The rhyming couplets. You feel it's inevitable that I will bring about the end of the world. One way or another... Maybe not. Maybe I'm being too hard on you. Maybe. I don't know. I'd like to think I'd do something important one day, but I hope it isn't that. Well. Oh, oh well. Can't, can't choose. Can someone's you? got to. Were you like Bernie Torp in there watching Elton John kind of <laughs> spin his magic with your, yeah. with your ingredients? Well, you know, my, my main aim in writing these things is to like, annoy you and make your life difficult. Uh, job, and, done. Uh, job, job done. Job <laughs> done. I was trying to do one that you would have to sing... Because uh, I knew you would hate that. And I thought, if I just do, like, one in rhyme, you can just read it as a poem. Yeah. So I tried to make, like, with all the hey nonny knows, I thought that sort of, that uh, kind of means like you kind of have to sing that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more like a Shakespearean ballad. Right, got you. <laughs> but you just read it anyway. I just read it anyway. Yeah. I just ignored the direction. Yeah. I'm not good at taking notes. No. Um, this microphone is weirdly over my head. Right, I'm make also, it. I write really long ones to waste your time, and then you do it on episodes that I'm on. Yes, so it's waste also wasting my time. Yeah, so you, you pranked me, and I pranked you. Yeah. Um, if you would like to hear your intro read out, tweet us at ContrivePod. Um, use the hashtag intro, uh, and tweets in the format "Welcome to Contrived and Insufferable, the only podcast." Dot dot dot. All the cool kids are doing it. All the cool it's kids. not just me now. It's not just you. Yes, we have other other participants. <laughs> um, so keep listening for more user intros. And also, um, I, I humour Simon's twelve part tweets uh, because he's a personal friend and colleague. If you do write in a twelve part, you, you may not get it right out. <laughs> <laughs> I I might draw the line at um, 
If it's very good, then obviously, but, you know, keep, keep them short, keep them snappy. There might be somebody out there who is like a real fan of the podcast and could maybe do some like uh, musical accompaniment oh, yeah. to that. that I amazing. don't think there are any real fans. There are fans. There are fans. <laughs> I was people talking write, to... There are talented fans. People I was talking comments. to um, Joe Samuel of the Maydays the other day. Yep. He was listening to this. Really? I know. He's like a functioning human being with <laughs> a like, fulfilling life. I don't know <laughs> what the hell he's doing. Okay. That's not your target demographic. <laughs> nice. Oh, well, I'm putting that. I'm just going to. That's going to be the next intro is the only podcast listened to by Joe Samuel from the Maydays. I mean, I know for a fact that that's not true. What, it doesn't, advertising doesn't need to be true. It can true. just be interpreted as reasonable lassity. It's yeah. fine. You can just say whatever you want. That sounds like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's like legal speech. <laughs> yeah. It's when, like, on, on ads where they, they show the TV, like, blasting someone across the room and. You could argue, well, TV, the TV's not going to do that. And it's like, well, it's reasonable. It's like an exaggeration. But but then yeah. Red Bull had to stop saying it gives you wings because it doesn't give you wings. Yeah. Technically, it doesn't give you wings. It doesn't wings. give you wings. It's <laughs> like, well, that's obviously not what we meant anyway. Uh, my first guest slash standing co-host is Simon Goodway. Friend Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, have you been having a good Brighton Fringe? I've been loving it. It is currently Brighton Fringe month, uh, May as we call it yeah at other times in other parts of the country um simon is in a sellout show i am aren't you sure how's it going it's selling out so pretty well (laughs) pretty well yeah so don't worry that you didn't book tickets because you wouldn't have been able to anyway uh well it depends how soon you did it um some people did clearly true i did i I saw (laughs) yeah it It was very good but yeah it's going well good two Um, more of them to go seeing lots of shows yeah I haven't seen anything apart from the show I'm doing tech for. So, <laughs> well, I saw one of your show and yeah. then the same show six times. Well, you're missing out. There's a lot of good stuff. I on. know, I know there is, but you know, having full time work and then every evening, you know, you know what sure. it's like. I'm a busy boy. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like you being an illustrator and bloody lay about, just do two hours of work a day and then. Well, you could do that. It's, I'm not an illustrator, though. No, let's prove it. Okay, <laughs> this will be a good podcast. I'll I'll describe it. Sam is drawing a picture. Um, at first, I thought it, it is was it a phallic be, symbol. I thought it was going to be at first, but it's a little man. Um, he's got legs. He's got arms. He's waving. He um, looks friendly. Yeah, he's got eyes and what I think is a mouth, um, and he's saying hello. It's excellent. I think you should put that up on the socials. Yeah, if anyone listening is looking for uh, an illustrator to hire, (laughs) I recommend Sam Ray. I'm extremely expensive and bad. Yeah. Uh, You will get no, there are no edits included in the fee and uh, all all submissions are final. So that's it. And I'm not going to listen. I don't care what you want either. They're quite tight parameters. Well, they always just get that thing that you've just drawn. They'll just get this. So if you want a badly drawn man waving and saying hello. And be charged £5,000 for it. Yeah. Yeah. You come to the right place. Hey, you know, people like all kinds of shit. So why not? (laughs) Um, My second guest is Amy Cooper. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Uh, I'm a big podcast fan. So it's kind of surreal to be on a podcast it's well, brilliant it was sort of surreal starting one because the the main blockage to starting a podcast is just doing it 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. doesn't that apply to pretty much anything and everything a lo- yeah exactly a yeah. lot of things you can just but the the bar for entry to podcasting is so low <laughs> um sorry i'm sure adam buxton thought that when <laughs> yeah. he first started but like technically you you just you know you could do it with a laptop and a 
and a mic. You don't yeah. need very much. Um, but this is quality. Yes, this is. I aim for higher quality audio than than just doing it in your on your MacBook Pro. Um, so tell us about yourself. What are you what are you up to at the moment? What's uh, happening? So um, I'm sort of uh, I'm, I'm a newbie. You know, um, obviously been on the planet for quite a few <laughs> centuries, as you can see. Um, back in the early days, I used to act and I was always saying someone else's words and yep. obviously following instruction and loved that. And then kind of real life kicked in, had a couple of kids and mm-hmm. then slowly pulling myself out of the pit of postnatal depression. Let's keep it light, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it light. Uh, yeah, just kind of found my way back to performing again and doing stuff again and even though the world of social media is a little bit of a thorny issue it's kind of like allowed me to kind of just well like you were saying before you know you can get your phone you can record yourself doing stuff you can edit it put it out there and if people like it they like it if they don't they don't but yeah it's kind of a it yeah so that's and then I've missed that visceral energy and experience of being in a room with someone so Mm -hmm. started doing stand-up comedy oh wow yeah (laughs) because obviously that's what you do when you're having a mental breakdown yeah yeah it's it's the classic absolutely textbook textbook um prescription yeah uh, yeah it is it is a good way to exercise demons (laughs) uh did it it work (laughs) did it work did it yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> as you can see, I'm fine yeah. now. <laughs> Excellent. Just what I would, yeah, what I would recommend for anybody who is, you know, really, really struggling with social anxiety: get a microphone, get up on the yeah. stage. No, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm jesting. Well, well, well. Oh, yeah, uh, th- maybe. there is something to be said for it. Like, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big proponent of improv for self confidence. Yeah, and it's great for like people that. with any form of anxiety. Yeah. yeah, it really it shows you the. Um, I mean, at first I, I was it being makes flippant. it much, much worse. But then, I was yeah, being flippant, but actually you're right. It's kind of that thing of putting yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. and kind of, yeah. Uh, and, and showing people that the, the price of failure is actually very low. The, yes. the cost of making yeah. a mistake on stage actually isn't that bad. Yeah. You know, do, doing the wrong thing doesn't end what, your life. What is the worst that can happen? Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, we've all, I've, I've, I did a bit of stand up. It didn't, didn't quite click for me. But I had some like rough audiences, yeah. and I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Even though you sort of the next day you're like, oh, that was, oh, that was a bit horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you have the like the bad sex flashbacks. You know, it's kind of like, oh, Ugh, oh, oh, God. oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, like yeah, and the sort of you want the ground to swallow you up kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but I've actually now started doing. Um, a character act and that for me is that Venn diagram of kind of the the comedy thing and the acting thing yeah. and me hiding being able to not hide behind a character but at least it's kind of like well it was the character's fault yeah, that it yeah, didn't work out totally. I've really got nothing to do with that no, so. I, I totally agree I love I do all my stand up basically as characters and versions of myself with a slightly different outlook yeah. or something so yeah. I brief very briefly tried stand up as myself and I think I hated every minute of it really Did yeah you? I think you'd be so good I think you would as well I mean I don't know how good I was but I hated it <laughs> that's probably a reason not to do it then, yeah if you didn't enjoy it well but. also I didn't really know what I wanted to do yeah because yeah. basically when I used to live in Colchester and I was involved in like sketch comedy groups and stuff and that all kind of petered out and then the people that had been doing that got into stand-up so it was like 
Well, if I want to still be friends <laughs> with these people, <laughs> I've got to do what they're doing. Yeah, better learn. So I kind of up. tried it, but because you know that's not the right reason to be doing no, it. No, to make really. friends. Yeah. No. So I was like, I didn't know what I was trying to achieve so or what pe- kind of thing I wanted to do. Stand up. Yeah, I just sort of cobbled together a few. I mean, partly my act was just modified versions of sketches I'd written that like oh, I turned into stand up yeah, routines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't really know why I was doing it or what I was doing, and and it was horrible. Well, speaking of not knowing what people are doing, I forgot to explain the bell. Uh, this is there's a bell. There's a bell. <laughs> this is an improv podcast. Uh, it's an improv podcast. Yeah, sorry, Simon. The, the, regular, this is like the regular is just going over the. Uh... <laughs> this is the sixth time you've been on. I've forgotten all of this. Well, there is a device in the centre of the table. I keep saying bell, but I mean it makes a bell sound. Yeah, uh, there is a device in the centre of the table that, when struck makes that sound and now that sounds like a rusty sort of antique little rounded dome it's a, it's shiny chrome yeah. have you yeah. have you got the actual, the actual bell, bell still? is in that box do you want to grab that oh. it's the red the red thing yeah that's the actual bell that's i've got the back bell but i missed this bell i'm going to use the actual <laughs> bell you're such a rebel there is there is an actual bell but it was too unreliable because it re- it's, there's too much technique if you don't get i'm going to try to intentionally get it wrong here it's probably going to be the perfect ring <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you, that if, happens too often. Yeah, you have to. You can't you, have that. Not you have on, to immediately not on release this quality podcast. Exactly. There's no way. No. If you hold your finger down for just slightly too long, then you've you've ruined it. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas this one, every it's, time, it's the faulty towers bell. It's Manuel, isn't it? Exactly. So it's it's the faulty towers bell, um, and at that so. Sh- Right, I'm taking the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want the bell. I'm taking it away. Damn. I have you a- could look after my four-year-old. You've got really... Re- he's like being like a toddler. You're just like, well, stop it. The other the other day, so they were rehearsing... I will get back to explaining the bell. Sorry. Um, they were rehearsing downstairs for Ship Script's Bad Manners. And um, one of them, Frank, had his two-year-old with him. And the two-year-old was getting a bit fizzy and he needed... So I so he came up here with me while I was doing some work and he sat there. That's why there's musical note stickers on the desk because um, I gave him a, a thing of stickers just to sit there and he found the bell uh, immediately. Found right. it like he's got two year old toddler senses for a thing that makes. He zoned into the he bell. He zoned in straight and he was just sitting there just banging away, having a great time. Um, but really yes. good for your concentration, whatever work you were doing. Yeah, that day. I was like, yeah, Casper, ca- uh, can we? <laughs> Casper, oh, I love that name. You could to- you could totally open a crash up here, Sam. Another revenue stream coming yeah, in. Yeah, why not? Um, Have a I couple get of them. Annie to to do that. I I don't want to look after children. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm I'm not uh, not qualified. Like ten minutes is about my limit. I'm happy to be the fun uncle mm. for a little bit, but I'm I yeah. haven't got that that nurturing nature, unfortunately. Neither have I. As I said before, I'm a mother of two. Mother of two. <laughs> it's a bit of a problem. <laughs> uh, they, they, they're probably all right. They're fine. They're breathing, I think. Last time I checked. That's the most that could be Check. reasonably be expected of <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it's quite Check a low bar. Check every couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> just, just throw be- in some hay, a <laughs> couple of spaghetti hoops, they'll be fine. Wait, not children, horses. That's what <laughs> <laughs> oh, ponies. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so at any point during the conversation, if anyone at the table wants to start a scene... They can hit the bell to start a scene and hit it once again to end it. Anyone can hit the bell to start or end the scene. So if someone is doing save me eyes, <laughs> you can just edit them out. It's like a sweep or a vocal edit or an or an object edit. One of the worst edits, uh, in my opinion. 
<laughs> it can be a confusing one. It's because everyone on stage is just like, what just happened? Yeah. It sh- it and I think everyone in the audience as well. <laughs> yeah. It's going, because unless you're familiar with an object edit. Yeah. You have to pause the show and explain the edit. Right. <laughs> pause show, I'm about to do an object edit. Now, what that means, <laughs> it's. It's, it's not the smoothest. It's a rough one. one. Yeah, uh, Am- Amelie edit. That's a good one. Yeah, I like the I like the Amelie edit. Seen an Amelie edit in no, in I haven't. This is almost like this could be your sort of um, improv for dummies podcast uh, featuring Amy Cooper because <laughs> it's kind of like I I mean for me I kind of improvise at the school gates every day when I go and pick my kids up yep. when I'm kind of like um, and, and obviously I've done bits of improvisation over the years but you guys are in the gladiatorial ring yeah. of improvisation I'd I like, feel I'd like, like to think so yeah, yeah you're sort of at the, the peak of that and all the sort of uh, all, all the paraphernalia that goes along with it yeah, the all technicalities, the etiquette that goes yeah. with it so yeah talk me through it and uh, so so well the Amelie edit specifically mm-hmm. is um, if we were doing a scene in a, in a in a room somewhere so let's say Oh, M- Margaret, I'm terribly sorry. I forgot to buy cornflakes. Oh, no. We need cornflakes for our cornflake and cheese party. Whatever are we to do, Malcolm? <laughs> I, I have no idea what we're going to do. At that point, the postman knocked on the door. The postman's name was Tim Hardbrook. Uh, Tim grew up in a town called uh, West Gloucestershire. And in, in that town, there were six bakeries, um, which was four more than anyone needed. The... Um, the, on the opening day of the fourth bakery, uh, a rainstorm came and um, washed away all of the temporary chalk road markings that the town had put out. Right. So you do a complete non sequitur right. to a different place involving end of scene involving none of the other people that were in the previous scene and just get as far away from there as possible, but through a continuous right. jump of logic. I was looking forward to doing a hilarious scene about chalk markings being wiped out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll come back to it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I could be the, the baker guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. See, the problem I have with the Emily edit is I try and inject too much story into it. Whereas <laughs> it was it's quite I saw a long that. Run. That was yeah. quite, quite beefy. Yeah. It's quite Whereas a beefy it should Emily be, that's where it's not my, um, not my weapon of choice because I'm so... You I'm, get really invested in I get invested the story and I'm very narrative focused. So when... The opportunity to inject story is where it should be just like he looked out the window. There was a bird. The bird flew to a chip shop, yeah. and then there was a scene in the, chip shop. the chip shop. Yeah, right. that would that works much better. <laughs> I always get far too far too in depth, and they can be as long as you want. I love so, that forensic detail, <laughs> forensic Emily edit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good one. Um, what other edits are there? There's loads. Um, I mean, I don't think you've even mentioned like just sweep edits. Sweeps, yeah. Um, swarms. Swarms, yeah. Um, uh, where everyone gets on stage. So if, you, if you've mentioned some uh, some collection of, of If it's like fantasies. a picnic scene, everyone can suddenly start being yeah, wasps. Or they, yeah, well, wasps exactly. don't really swarm. So that was a terrible example. Well, it would still work. Yeah, it would it work. Would, people would get it. Yeah. You make wasp sounds and everyone does it. And then, the, then the, everyone sort of fades back and you start a new scene or something. Right. It's a good one yeah but it can be very um if you if you start a swarm and nobody buys into it you just did something very stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's like learn. a lot of things in improv you've got to do something and trust that everyone else is yeah. going to get on board gonna or get you're going to look like an idiot yeah that's and true. referring to your earlier comment the failure yeah cost is very very it's low. true it doesn't it's, actually yeah. yeah you won't die um i don't think i've never seen anyone die in a scene i mean not literally, really, no. Not yeah. literally. You've died. I've seen you die on stage. Many, many, many times. Many times. Sure. Kill people. You've killed 
I've killed so many people. So many people. And a few in improv scenes as well. <laughs> Boom. Heather Urquhart broke her foot. I mean, that's the closest. That's true. Yeah. I don't that's think she injury. came close to death. No. But it could have got infected. It's true. Probably not. Probably Do not. Broken bones. Doctors. Any doctors right in. Can you can you get an infection from a maybe, broken bone? Maybe improv in I mean, the 16th century, the broken ankle could yeah. have actually led to something. If she hadn't bothered getting it treated and eventually the bone would have sort of poked out through the skin oh and there'd have been a nasty wound. Yeah. Eventually, maybe. you know, that's really that, that could have gone very badly it's true i'm sure i'm sure you can die you can probably die from a broken bone right i can die from anything if you put your mind to it (laughs) (laughs) it's true so how did you originally get into performing what was the first first things that pushed you in that direction um probably just the narcissistic sort of ego hungry crazy 13 year olds wanting attention Mm -hmm. uh textbook stuff really good um yeah, I went to boarding school when I was quite young. So I've got this sort of like, again, textbook people pleaser thing going on. Uh, this is like a really deep psychological answer to the uh, question that should have been answered. No, no. I went to drama, drama school when I was about sort of 17. This is the most serious this podcast has ever been. And we've actually been talking about improv as well. Which yeah, it doesn't true. happen. It doesn't happen very often. It's a weird yeah. episode. Well, you know, I'm bringing something something else to it. You know, yeah. I, for me, I kind of like, you know, if somebody maybe just put in hashtag improv podcast in like their search engine they might think oh i'm gonna google improv classes for mental health and people pleaser issues in my area yeah. and you know and then, they yeah. might go along to something and it might be yeah 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 do well, it we, we could start you could start a whole thing i could uh a friend of the show um harry puckering wrote a book which is sitting over there which is about um using improv for communication in use mostly in the workplace but as a sort of confidence and communication yeah which is really interesting take it corporate sam yeah take it corporate (laughs) i had one uh, an old boss said to me once um that he wanted me to be become a mature business leader and one of the other people at the table said, "Wait, I, you would be you would be a leader for mature businesses." Or well, you would exactly. Be a, I think he meant just become like a in business, your sixties. Yeah, become a become a become a business leader. And one of the other people at the table later said that I turned green when he when he said that because the most offensive thing that anybody has ever said to me. I felt sick yeah. at that. I was like, "Oh, that is my absolute nightmare." Yeah. I mean, I, I work in the private sector. I work for a thing which makes money. Honey, we've all got to eat. We got to eat. Okay, you got to like, eat. Man, mature business leader, yeah. broke. So, so boarding school. Mm. My um, my mum went to boarding school and had a weird time. Did she? Yeah. As how how? What was your experience like there? So, you know, it was kind of uh, obviously my mum, my mum and dad are not going to listen to this, so it's fine. We can just <laughs> we can just we can just let it all out. Yeah. Um, it was packaged very much as an Eden, Enid Blyton kind of. Um, this is going to be such an adventure, and yeah. you know. We've got strawberry jam and lots of uh, friends and, and mess Lashings beds. of ginger beer. Lashings <laughs> of ginger beer. Um, and, uh, but it wasn't, I guess, to be institutionalised so young, mm. it's fucked up. Can yep. we swear? Yeah, okay. totally. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of that thing. But my parents were really young. It was babies having babies. Yep. It was kind of like this weird sort of setup where um, we had the means to be able to do that but it was to kind of keep up with the Joneses it's a bit like being bullied into stand-up comedy sure. I think my parents kind of like oh we gotta send her there because everyone else is going there and it, you know um but don't worry about me I'm just collateral damage guys <laughs> don't worry about me I've done lots of therapy to get over that but I think um 
listen there was not nothing sort of really seriously traumatic happened mm. apart from just sort of like not being at home yeah between the ages of seven and 14 or whatever yeah, but wow. you get to have lots of different skills like being able to um you know infiltrate friendship groups and oh. be able to kind of oh, okay. um, well you become a bit of a social comedian you know because yeah. you're sort of like oh this is ex- is expected of me right now okay to, yeah. so to, your survival skills yeah i mean obviously stuck in the wilderness yeah. with a campfire it wouldn't be good but you know in the in the world of just people it's just people isn't yeah, it yeah. it's just people and um yeah it was it was a different time back then mm. in the early time 30s no <laughs> so what's your top tip for infiltrating a friendship group <laughs> um let's say hypothetically i wanted some friends how would i go about doing that <laughs> <laughs> okay sam not Sam, Simon. Simon. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so first thing is really make sure that you get people's names right. <laughs> okay, okay, right. Yeah, so really do that, when, do you're, that. when you're uh, trying to infiltrate friend groups. I guess uh, just uh, that balance of being sort of like the chatty one and the funny one and, and people-pleasing thing, but also um, whoring yourself out to be the agony ant and the shoulder to cry on. Oh, right. You know, right. It's, a, it's a blend. Yeah. It's a unique blend. I might actually start a course... Uh, offering that skill how to infiltrate friend to... groups <laughs> it sounds a bit creepy it does a bit can we edit that no. alive you say <laughs> yeah. okay yeah <laughs> hello hello you look like good people oh hello hi. hi my name's Jim I'm your new friend hello Jim do you have any problems you want to tell me about that I can help with oh. um, I, I mean, could tell a joke we don't really know each other very well Jim. my name's Jim <laughs> Jim, Jim it's funny you should say that because I I've just got some problems in my marriage right now. I'm just wondering if you, you, you really are somebody I could talk to about. Oh, yeah, you can tell me anything. Okay. I'm Jim. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, actually, Jim, you're sounding really, really close to me. Um, actually, uh, yeah. You need a hug. Here, <laughs> is that better? Oh, yeah, okay. Thanks, Jim. Um, yeah, I ba- basically, so my husband's... Um, working later and later every night and um you know well, well, what are the signs that i should look for is he is he messing around is he messing around jim yes you should leave him and marry me <laughs> okay jim, jim this wasn't really the advice I was jim where did you come from when there's he's, no he's there's, your friend isn't he no i'm not i don't think so like uh, we've just been we were in this bar there was no one else in here we were just having a chat that's right i didn't hear the door open no and you were just standing there that's right. Have you been here Do the whole time? Here? Do you work here? I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh no! I killed myself because I didn't have any friends. Oh, I feel bad now. Oh. Um, we'll be your friends. Hooray! Now I no longer have unfinished business. Oh no, I'm fading. Just when I made friends. <laughs> Poor Jim. Poor Jim. Oh. And that's what happens. That is the door's that's, opening. Yeah. <laughs> it has taken a bit of a sad turn. Would you like to join us, Annie? Yeah, I would. Okay. Oh, am what? I am I demoted from co-host if Annie's no, joining us? No, I'll be a guest. You'll be co- co-co-host. Right, we will take a very short break whilst I uh, rearrange the microphones. While we argue about who's a host. Yes. Uh, see you in a second. Welcome back to Contriving the Sufferable, part two of whatever episode number this is. With me, 
I'm back. Excuse me, guest. Yeah, let the coast do the intro. Coasts. Yeah. Coasts. That's yes. right, co-host and host. Co-host and host. Okay. host. Carry on. I'm here with uh, co-host Simon Goodway. Hi. I'm here with <laughs> guest Amy Cooper. Hello. And I'm here with another guest, Annie Harris. This is my house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> guest. Guest. How are you? Feeling demoted. Oh, I'm sorry. But I quite like that. You did voluntarily demote yourself. Yeah, I did. In a way. Yeah. I'm into that, voluntarily demoting myself. It's like a weird kink with you. A mm-hmm. submissive thing. Yeah. You've got <laughs> yeah. a safe word, Annie. I do. <laughs> it's don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying briefly being sort of higher higher status on this than Annie. Would you would you like a free contrived and insuperable uh, badge? <laughs> the, the badge Help that yourself. I ordered, paid for and okay. put in that lovely little yeah, bowl. There yes. You go. Yeah, you. absolutely. You're Treat yourself to one. Thanks so much. Oh, isn't that nice? Is there any chance I might get a free t shirt today? Sure, but... you have that one. <laughs> I mean, there's one in the drawer next door in the bedroom yeah. of the house that I currently the, live in. Wait, that you cut house. the label out of. Yeah, because yeah. I don't like labels in clothes. I know. They're if itchy. there's anything else in the room that you like the look of, help yourself. That goes for you too. <laughs> As in, she can help herself to me. Uh, no, sure. <laughs> I misunderstood. Either way. I interpreted it that way the first time around. I anyone, was like, wow, Simon, good God. Anyone can help Well, I'm engaged to one person to in this anyone. room. Maybe you'll have a, poly- a polygamous situation going on by the end of this podcast. Uh, What's the worst that can happen? What, what, you know, we yeah. we all go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that it's illegal. Like, yes, I, I get uh, it. I get why it was illegal because marriage was a thing about property ownership. Yeah, like that was the point of it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, two but, people can't own the same property unless it was like a timeshare arrangement. Exactly, <laughs> you could do that. That's what that's what the the law never takes into account is timeshares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you get into like a timeshare marriage? I guess so. Oh, that I mean, would you be actually. <laughs> being married myself <laughs> that could be really good but like yeah. uh, Woody Allen and Mia Farrow they, they lived in sort of the same street but in houses yeah. opposite and yeah, I mean look like, how that turned out yeah. great, I don't know if he's the best example of, <laughs> mm, yeah. of successful relationships I don't you'd yeah. have to constantly be getting divorced and remarried for it to be legal it's true Oh, but it's or like with cousins marrying and things like obviously yeah. with, there's, a, there's a social stigma definitely uh-huh. but Technically, now with contraception and things like that, there's no like real reason. No, why not? I mean, it, it still makes people go. Are you trying to tell me that you want to get married to one of your cousins? Yeah, <laughs> I want to marry. <laughs> he no. thought about the way that he could break this to you. Yeah, and, Here's um, the thing. so I'll do. I'll make I'll- a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and twenty five episodes. Deep. <laughs> I'll break it to her that I want to marry my cousin. Which co- I haven't met any of your cousins, yeah. No, they're all they're all right. I don't think I'd marry any of them. Yeah, no, which I wouldn't not, marry which any of Which is your hottest cousin. Which my oh. I've definitely got a hottest cousin. I don't for think sure. I do. But she's female. Like, she's just object. Like, you look at her and you're like, you object. She's like symmetrical, sort of Scandinavian looking. Oh. It's just like, oh. Well, there's the kind of people that you look at and go, how are we related? Like, <laughs> not, how? It's not really my bag. I've, yeah. got a hot, I've got a hot cousin, but he's... A proper chav. Oh no! Yeah. Sometimes chavs are very sexy, though. I don't like. Do you know what? I don't I, like to use the word chav. We use the word scally where I'm from in Wales. Which okay. Is, which, which which would is be the equivalent the same, of a chav. The same yeah, thing. Yeah. Absolutely. But like, you can't. You do get some very sexy chavs. Absolutely. Welcome back to date your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> this episode uh, Date Your Cousin is brought to you by Contraception because we don't need any weird fucked up babies. Our first guest is Simon Goodway. Yeah, hi, yeah. Uh, are, you, are you ready to date your cousin? Yo, yeah, yeah. Here's I'm, your cousin, uh, Jennifer Goodway. 
Hi, Simon. You're Hi. right. Hi. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you since we used to run around naked in my back garden together when we were kids. No. Um, I, I really liked you then, though. Oh, well, I mean, I kind of liked you too, I guess, but in like a we're related In a sort of blood. cousinly way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I guess now we're here, we might as well give it a shot. I guess. Do you want to have sex now on the show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shall I get naked? I'll just pull across this curtain so you can have some privacy. Okay. Oh, I'm actually seen... Jennifer's mother. Oh, hi, and hi, obviously hi, on, on Simon is Adelia. my nephew, and yes. I do have a few problems with this game show. Well, it's, te- it's stop technically to... fine. Stop, cop- stop clam jamming me, Mum. <laughs> Jennifer, I have told you not to speak like that. Clam especially... jam. Right, cop, cop, uh, darling, penis, wanker, boobies, darling. Oh. I really do insist. Roger, you- <laughs> Roger. Yes, sweetheart. Um, Jennifer's playing up again, darling. She now seems to be fucking her cousin. I want to fuck Simon. Well, there's something I need to tell you, sweetheart. I've been fucking my cousin too. Oh, Roger, please don't say. Oh, yeah. don't, Roger, please. Yes, I've been Rogering my cousin. Uh, Todger. Why, if Dad can Roger Uncle Todger, why can't I Roger Simon? Jennifer. Would it help if I offered to Roger you too, Aunt Julia? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Date Your Cousin. Date Your Cousin. I really wanted to get that in there somehow. Whoa. (laughs) We could have some. Uh, little uh, jingle. I'd love a jingle. jingle bingles. I'd love mm. a jingle for the show. Do you, do you want it? Do you want yeah, to drop you a need quick, a jingle. Quick improvised jingle, you two. What, what's the what's the podcast called again? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Who am I? What, what day is, is it? it? Okay. Um, contrived and insufferable. Yeah, it's like contrived and insufferable. Can we sample that? That yeah. was really good. Yeah, I like it. Great recording. You will have somebody out there, like I said before, a devoted podcast. Uh, fan, yeah, uh, like your man in the May Day Joe thing, Samuel, yeah, um, in the Maypoles. Um, <laughs> Can't get enough of it. And he might put a little bit, bit of a baseline under that, and you're yeah. good to go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to sample that, and then we can give that the same treatment that we did for our ear blood session that we did a little while back. The, co- the podcast hasn't heard the ear blood session yet. No, and they and never I don't, will. I don't think they ever should. Sam, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> so um, about, I don't know, about two or three months ago, Sam and I were sat in here and I was like, I'm bored, let's make something. So we just got the, all of Sam's like sound creating stuff up on the computer and just made this horrible horrible noise it was a nightmare it was well that's what Coldplay do um, oh burn on Coldplay there Ooh. <laughs> I mean, sorry you're, you're am not I, wrong <laughs> am I in a cold oh, no, no you're not no, okay. no don't worry you're fine okay um, yeah it Simon was like doesn't a, know any music that I've heard of Coldplay oh have you yeah they well, I know they have a musical band <laughs> I'm, a, I'm down with the kids are you they've thought done, you they've s- done stopped listening songs. To, to music when it, if it's not in musicals in the 50s you're not interested uh Aww. yeah oh are you a musical queen I like musicals I like Disney songs that's my repertoire when I do okay. karaoke anything else I've never heard of it it's extremely I've seen him I've heard do... of the Beatles I know some of their songs I've heard of the Beatles oh. and Elvis Presley <laughs> Louis Armstrong there's a few, uh, I, few I stand that corrected I yeah. Yeah. George he, Formby uh, he's, I've seen Simon do a, a good one man uh, rendition of Be Our Guest before from Beauty and the Beast it's oh, very he's played oh my... all the characters oh, <laughs> my, the lampshade Lumiere yeah, yeah. well I like the, the quick changing voice between Lumiere and Angela Lansbury because yeah. they're very different His, uh, I've had the napkins freshly pressed it's <laughs> one of my favourite favourite things yeah. ever and there, there is one point where Lumiere and Angela Lansbury are alternating saying Be Our Guest so it's Be Our Guest Be Our Guest <laughs> <laughs> that's fun <laughs> 
this could be a show in itself. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, one Simon man Disney. doing the Disney. One, one Disney. Mm-hmm. Simon did one man Casablanca. That's gone not with a the song. wind. No, no. Oh, oh. On, uh, on this, uh, yes. Well, it was yes. It was supposed to be gone with the wind, but I think I got them mixed up and did Casablanca. It was. It's on episode. Insert episode number here. Yeah. Um. Uh, with Genro. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. Nine. Uh, is episode nine? Yeah. Oh, I love your. You Fucking can just hell. pull well, up that information. I know that because that was the Simon uh, and Jen and Sam recorded it the day after Sam and I's first date. Oh, oh yeah. Did you guys meet through the podcast? No, me, that would be the, through uh, Simon. Pretty much all thanks yeah, to me. Pretty much. Um, the matchmaker. Yeah. So Sam and I met um, at the end of last year, and we uh, met at an improv gig of simon's um and i went there not because, just me but i do well take yeah simon the was there <laughs> um and sam, yeah and sam was there and then we just sort of had the you know the eye fucking over the bar situation yeah, yeah we did that yep. and then about two or three weeks later we met at another improv night that simon also runs or helps to run and we sat next to each other and we did all like the sort of like arm rubbing you know when you yeah. sit next to someone in the audience it's like ooh. it's really necessary yeah. for me to touch your knee right yeah. now yeah i need to touch your knee because i'm laughing so hard <coughs> yeah it was that kind of thing <laughs> um, your improv yeah. groups could be also like a, a dating app yeah. match thing. Uh, yeah. Plenty yeah. of improv. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's so sweet. We should turn the shows into some kind of speed dating event somehow. <laughs> we <laughs> like could be the, the success story, the one and only success story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did somebody write an article recently about uh, relationships that have come out of improv? Probably. Um, I mean, jo- people um, are writing Joe articles did all for the Valentine's time. Day. Joe that's Samuel right. Did for that's Valentine's right. Day. Yeah. About anyway. Yeah. It, I thought he was writing about us, and I was like, Annie, you're not the only relationship to have come out of improv. Uh, we're the only important one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, Bright- the only significant one. The Brighton Power Couple. Yeah. <laughs> and we got we got engaged, like, pretty quickly. We were like, yeah. but it was also one of those things that we were like, yeah, like, super easy. Yeah, like, when you know, you know. There's Why no question. Around? Yeah, Absolutely. there's no question. But we didn't announce it till very recently, because we were like, mm, let's give everyone a chance to kind of catch up yeah. <laughs> and get used to us as a couple. And tell our mums. I yes. mean, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing there's some sort of statistic out there about the quicker people get engaged the more likely the relationship is to fail all right so <laughs> hopeful <laughs> i know you love sam okay Voice of I, doom. I don't mind i'll share him with you it's fine a timeshare marriage a timeshare yeah. marriage ah oh, what a beautiful loop oh, oh. call back to a previous joke yeah he's a pro welcome back to date your cousin <laughs> date your cousin unfortunately date your cousin has been cancelled due to a record number of complaints and police investigations uh uh, we will now be. My cousin's left me. <laughs> I can't live without her. Go, go away. I'm. I've loved her so much. This is your fault. I'm trying to record this. Go get out. I've got get... nothing left now. I heard you get... that you're recording a couple of uh, episodes stateside. Uh, I, I am actually married to my cousin. Right. Well, yes, actually, we're gonna we're gonna record it in international waters, so we don't get in trouble. And but... we that... cut live to Jennifer in the dressing room. Simon. Simon, our child has got four legs. It's got four legs and three arms. It's just twice as many legs to love, Jennifer. Uh, but they're webbed, Simon. They're webbed. How will we love a child with webbed legs? Mother. Mother. Yes, child. It is I, your child. I can hear you from inside the womb. Mother. Bring me sustenance, mother. Have my sustenance, child, for I, your four I legs and three sustenance. arms. Mm. It is written that I shall rule the world, mother. Ah, and I will name you Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but he's already alive. 
But this oh. is set. <laughs> this is set in the past. Yes, Honestly. Sam. Come on. Yes, and it is a prequel. It's a prequel. I will not. Yes, and I refuse the basic premise of improv. Yes, and yes, and <laughs> fuck I, I'm like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> I mean, you can no, no but. but no, but is a thing. That's basically Sam's motto for life. It's like no, but yeah. <laughs> But I will do this. But like, I will good. do the opposite. Good. Whenever I want <laughs> Sam to do a negotiation, just tell him the opposite of what I want to do. So I'm like, please don't get me a cup of tea. I would hate it. And then he's like, what? Well, fucking show you. Like, storms <laughs> off to the kitchen. I'm like, yes. The trouble is, I'm so oppositional that it sort of does work. I know what you're doing. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't fucking show her. <laughs> you're like the dog that can't resist uh, going for the ball. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah he totally is. He he um, he passed. He managed to do well in his driving lessons because his driving instructor was like, "You're such a boy racer, aren't you? I can tell. You're just such a boy racer. Yeah. You're going to be a terrible driver." And Sam was like, "I'll fucking show you." And like drove really like, slow. Driving like, Daisy. Daisy. Yeah, <laughs> ten to two. Feed the wheel. Yeah. Look at this you prick. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm mirror pre- signal maneuver." I'm pretty was sure he was tricking me. I was like, "Do you think he was, hun? Like, do you think that's what it was?" I think he was. It worked. Oh. How are the? Have you passed? Your yeah, yeah, yeah. I passed oh, yeah. second time, but I passed. Best drivers pass second time. Absolutely. Hear that, my brother? You hear that? We've got a long-standing feud. Best drivers pass second time. It's true. He'll never listen to I, this. I passed first time, and I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> I, think so I think I also fall into that category. Theory. My mum and my brother both always always refer to the fact that I'm a terrible driver. They pass first time, I pass second time, uh, but I'm the only member of our family that hasn't written off a car. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like. Mm. Yeah. yeah The evidence speaks for itself Yeah I have yeah. never put a car in a ditch out That was then written off I did put a car in a ditch once But that the was The ditch was written off Yeah <laughs> that bad So I was like, This ditch has got to go I was driving in uh, I was driving in like rural Spain I lived, I lived in Spain for a year Sam will roll his eyes when I say this Lived in Spain for a year um, And I was driving through rural Spain In the middle of the night And it was pissing down with rain And I took a wrong turning Down like a farm track This is like how We were like, close to the Portuguese border It was like farm and desert that was all it was and oh, no. uh, i took a wrong turning down a farm track so i turned around luckily there's someone else in the car with me but i did a three-point turn and didn't notice that there was a ditch in the road so there was like a, a big barn to my left so i was like oh okay i'll just reverse up that driver of that barn but there was like almost like a moat around the barn so i reversed effectively into the moat um and it was pissing down with rain and dark and in the middle of nowhere and we had all of our equipment for the show in the back of the van so the back of the van was heavier than the front of the van so we were just stuck there was no way and it was like one of us is going to have to try and sit on the front um, and uh, and sort of level it was no way absolutely no way so we were sat in the in the ditch for about three hours um, and we had to God. wait we had to wait for the crew the crew was like the you haven't Spanish. heard this bit of the story <laughs> yeah. Sam have you not no, no, no. the Spanish uh, the Spanish AA turned up uh, and had to tow us out uh, but the car was totally fine my mum and my brother on the other hand have totally written off cars by driving dangerously yeah. so I mean you know, mine was just a very slow mistake. Kathy, Kathy, I'm going to dig a moat around the barn. Are you going to help or are you going to just stand there? Uh, well, we were living in the West Country and now we seem to have moved to Spain. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go and the get the shovel. The point is, whenever I buy a barn, I dig a moat around it because barns have moats. Yeah, I, I would agree. Let's do it. Let's Good. get to work. Let's get uh, shovels. Alligator <laughs> delivery. Oh, thank for you. For your mo. I've bought the alligators. Thank Where you, do you for, want them? Uh, just, just set them down over there and I'll get to them later. Thank you very much. Here's five pesos for your trouble. <laughs> thank you. I mean, it's not currency anymore. No, wait. I'll, I'll it is currency it. in Mexico. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Where are we? Spain, is it? Yeah, we're, we're in Spain. That's right. Right. I'll go and buy some oh, malacas. Here, here's one of the locals speaking the local language. <laughs> Hola. 
Hello. Hola, hola uh, yo no hablo... Yo soy imperadados. <laughs> ¿Eres un imperado? Sí. Mm. Yo soy peligro. No, no es peligro, señor. Sí. <laughs> no. Can we ask about the moat around the barn? ¿Cómo? Uh, the ¿Qué? moat around the barn. The that's, that's a Spanish thing. I know around a, the barn I know I speak English. I know I you know I comprend I know what you are saying. <laughs> um, that sounds uh, like sort of just I might Accent's gone weird. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you really set me up to fail in that one. I was like, now I can only speak Spanish. I was like, great. Good, good. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Oh. Set people up to fail. My Spanish is getting so rusty. I saw a family I used to work for when I moved to Brighton. I, mo- I worked for a family who's... Uh, one, the, one of the uh, mums in the family was from Mexico and their daughter spoke fluent Spanish. So I spoke Spanish to the daughter and I saw them in the street about... I don't know about two weeks ago and I just couldn't just talk I was like I was like my Spanish is getting too rusty no it's fine need to get Elena back here it's good oh yeah well so you can talk about fucking Spain for an hour and a half (laughs) (laughs) are we gonna have another Manson's Muffins episode oh it was a good one yeah. yeah, they did. The, the, Elena was on, who's Spanish? Her mom's Spanish? Yes. All right. And yeah. Annie and Both her just talked about Spain for ages. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it made for, it, it did, I mean, it was a good episode. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just sort of, ham, I'm hamming up my complaining. It's better than that episode that I did, fictional episode in my head, where um, my friend came in and she did VSL as well. <laughs> so we just had an hour of sort of signing. Uh, really brushed up on my level three skills. Uh, yeah. Do you speak VSL? I do. That's so cool. Oh, speak with Yeah, I speak mean, use a bit like you. I was kind of really working with lots of uh, deaf children yeah. in um, a setting in Wandsworth uh, many, 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 many decades ago. Wow, um, God, you look great for your age. <laughs> About 347 <laughs> at the last count. Uh, but I was just, you, when you're using it every day, you're just, um, it's all there yeah. at sure. your fingertips on the tip yeah. of your tongue. But, um, and then when you see somebody who is like, they're either Spanish or they are deaf, so they're mm. like, and you're like, what? You insert, rusty. insert. Uh, I, I yeah. think you can say, I, I think you can say, I speak sign language. Like, I know. Yeah, or I sign. It's I sign. I sign. Oh. But I, I don't think there's like a there's a conceptual problem like with because it's a language. It's a way to communicate, just like just like anything else. Could we have there. a BSL podcast? You could. Do they exist? I guess so. In Braille. Yeah. What? No. You can, there are there are po- there are podcasts that are transcribed for for deaf people. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, that's so awesome. But the the other thing about like hearing and, and vision disabilities is that people who are deaf legally, are, it's not that they don't have any hearing. They might have just very partial, very partial yeah. hearing. So yeah. and people who are partially sighted might have yeah. some vision. But anyway, so it's not quite as I think a lot of people think deaf means you can't hear and blind means you can't see. I reckon I could get registered as like yeah. deaf, totally deaf in one ear. Yep, it's it's not a major impediment, but I reckon I could get some benefits out of it. My friend Amy is deaf in one ear as well. Maybe you guys could like team up. I bet Which she's ear? deaf. Yeah. I bet she's deaf in her left. Ear. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm deaf in my right ear. Every other person I've met who's deaf in one ear is deaf in their <laughs> left ear. I don't know oh, why. Oh, Simon. But that's actually great because it means if I'm having a conversation with them, it is possible for us to stand in a way that we can both hear one another. Yeah. Yeah. She, I'm pretty... Hang on. Just Because uh, we used to work together and she, I always used to have to sit on one... Yeah. So it was... So whenever we were in, we were in the car, she couldn't hear me because obviously she'd be driving and I'd be talking the, to her left ear right. and she was like, yeah. you've got my deaf side, so I need to like turn my head to listen to you. Yeah. And, so, yeah, and then we left. crashed the car. Oh, and then we crashed. 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that seems more common. Yeah, wonder why that is. I've no idea. We were making up limericks the other day. Sam said to me the other day, we were walking through town and we were having a sort of a faux argument as couples do. And he said, "Well, you just can't make up limericks that quickly." And I no, made it wasn't one up. An like, what was it? It was. I was saying about. Um, we're having like a fake bicker. The, the 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 what is it when people worry, are worried that they live in a simulation? They've got like there's a name for it. I can't remember. Anyway, we, like Truman Show syndrome. Yeah, you think you're living in a simulation, and one of the one of the treatments, one of the sort of palliative treatments for that is to keep a book of limericks next to your bed that you've ever ah, read. Ah, yes. And then if you wake up worrying you're in a simulation, you just quickly flick to a page in the book of limericks, and then the idea is that you the simulation couldn't have come up with a limerick quick enough. Why Why can't the book already pre-exist in the simulation? Yeah. Yes, this is this is the issue. I think it's like it, it, it would be if you're, you're living in a simulation that is in the mind of something else, not that it's a computer simulation. Okay. So the, the mind would have had to construct it, whereas, anyway, yes, there are problems with this, but as yeah. something that helps people who are worried they live in a simulation or dream, I guess it helps. And then Sam well, said, you can't make them up that quickly, and then I made one up in about up 10 on, seconds. On the spot, yeah. Pretty decent. <laughs> it was, uh, the once was a man called Sam, whose face was made out of ham. He fell down the stairs, into some chairs, and now he looks like Elephant Man. It's pretty oh. good. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> was that inspired by anyone in your real life? Uh, no, no. Okay. No, nobody around me, no one significant. Um, just uh, thought it was uh, an important message. I like yeah. the idea of the fake, what did you call it? A fake... A face um, made out of ham. No, no, the, 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 the banter you were having. Oh, the fake argument. Fake yeah. argument. Oh, we have those all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we had we had one yesterday uh, about what was it? I think Sam. I was teasing you about being a musical theatre, and I was there. teasing you about being a popular music student. And yeah. I said that you're all smell of bo and drink Mountain Dew, and yeah. you're all just massive edge lords, basically. Yeah. And then he was like, "All musical theatre students are just dramatic and just sing and shout everywhere and all this sort of stuff." Now, um, just a little bit of advice. Sure. I'm ten years down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, those, those fake little uh, arguments. Yeah. What happens is there's a little grain of truth in there that you... <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. no, no. It's no. good. Get to get marriage advice I've from got, uh, somebody who's actually married. I've got a great uh, counsellor. I can give you the number. Uh, it's a bit It's a bit like a, a workout. Uh, yeah, you, just, you just go to yeah. the, the counsellor as a... Uh, it's it's not so much a cure it's more a precautionary measure to keep the uh, communication sure. wheels yep. lubricated yeah. um and that passive i'm i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i am joking i wouldn't we've, dream of giving no we've to- no we've totally we've totally thought about having counseling before the wedding just because yeah. it feels like a sort of an insurance thing not because we feel yeah. like we need it but we're like it's just a good thing to do like no one hopes they'll get divorced but you always do a prenup what well, you should do in my opinion I don't think an emotional working. prenup yeah, yeah, an emotional prima. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll report back to you on that thrilling. Okay, guys, thank you for. Oh, sorry. Is there. Um, Annie and Sam. Hi. Uh, so Hi. you've come to see me today. You're getting married in a couple of months. Yeah. And you just wanted to have a little session. She won't stop talking about sound of music. I like it. I like nuns and I like happiness. Okay. Is and it I guess so wrong? That, that's what attracted you to Annie in the first place. What's wrong it? with happiness, Sam? It detracts from my sadness. Okay, well then, have you ever thought about maybe being happy for once? No. Why not? Because I'm too busy being sad. I'm fucking depressed. Help me. So, yeah, we've got a yin and a yang situation here. I've actually brought my colleague, John, in from the other Hi. room. Um, Hi, John. You're you very appeared... beautiful. Thank you. 
You're really, really attractive. Um, you like the sound of music? That's my favourite skill. I love oh, the sound of music. Me. Sam, I'm so sorry um, about this. John is a, an expert in the field of uh, couples. He, he's uh, an expert in being wildly unprofessional. He just yes. appeared out of nowhere. I didn't even hear the door open. <laughs> I'm a ghost. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello, sexy ghost. So, John, obviously you uh, you were able to help with uh, the case of Cooper and Cooper back in 1943, and we managed to find ah, out all those keepers. kinks. Do you remember? I remember Yes, I was well. going over the case notes last night because I knew that obviously we were seeing these guys today. Uh, it so only happened the- yesterday for me. Time works differently for ghosts. That's so interesting. Hey. I need to go what? on my ghost awareness course. Uh, yeah, let me just pop that in the diary because I'm not quite sure how the uh, how that how your time frame Oh, works. I'm an expert in ghost time. Oh. So I'll teach no, you. No, you're a... not. Don't even pretend. Uh, you can I, even dream of me. being half near as interesting excuse as John me. When is. people tweet about ghost time, I correct them on Twitter. Oh, so... because you're well, a straight good. white man on yeah, Twitter. And you right. just correct people on things that you think that you yeah. know about. All of my tweets. Start even with... though that woman has a ghost PhD, it, you thought because she's yeah. a woman, she needs correcting on ghost time. But actually, she has a PhD from the University of Ghost Studies. Yes, well, but she I love how start... fiery you are. She didn't That's start amazing. her tweet Thanks. with um, actually, so it doesn't count. Right. Um, actually, right. So, yeah, as we can see, you've got a couple of um, compatibility uh, issues. And I, I really like the yin and the yang and the light and the shade. And I think the sex would be really, really great between them. So I don't have any Absolutely. issues about that. But what I do Do think... you want to see? <laughs> I'd John, like to see. That's so disgusting. And I brought a video. What? I'll just put it on this old VHS. You've I... been videoing me with a VHS? A VHS, yeah. How old are you? Uh, well, it... 37 I guess now if it's yeah. just before we get married okay so yeah I have a v- I have an old Sony VHS camcorder oh we could pop that up pop we could pop a screen got, up most places um, have a VHS player don't they I mean, yeah. sure. Okay, fine. Why so not? So let's put it on. Fine, I'm down. John, what do you think about uh, how, how can what what strategies can we put in place for Sam and Annie going forward so that we can they can learn how to communicate smoother? Well, I think what they need in their relationship is a third party. <laughs> how do you play this thing? It's like I've put the tape in, and then it's just, it just says adjust tracking. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I died before they were invented. Oh, okay. We need, uh, you need the tuner. Oh, uh, I get to the tune tuning, it, tuning, don't right? You? Yeah, yeah. God, okay. so mysterious, John. Wow, my goodness. Okay, I've Your got life's it. I've so got interesting, John. Tell oh, me more yeah, about baby. it. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah, that's right. oh, the tracking seems to be a little oh, bit out. The so audio good. and the visuals seem so to be. I'm so sorry about this. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah? Mm hmm. You just. I'm not saying anything during this video. That's You're not in this one. Oh, what? No, this is one of my solo ones. John, I'm really glad that you came in at this point because I don't think I could handle this. John, do you want to go and do you want to go and get a coffee? Sure, I'll tell you all about my life. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) That was hard. I'm I'm leaving you and going out with Simon. Sorry, I I get it. Yeah, I mean Simon's got Simon's got a cat. That's true. I think that he won't let me get a cat, Simon. You you won't even let her get a cat. (laughs) I know. This is unreasonable behaviour. No, I know. It's so unreasonable. I could understand the dog thing because dogs are a lot of work, but cats. Cat. It's just just the tenancy agreement. I want to. So tenancy agreement. This is like I've moved into this property without the landlord noticing. So if we can, if I've moved in. (laughs) 
<laughs> if oh, I've where moved do we keep in. your litter tray? Yeah, Annie. if I've moved in without the landlord noticing, then surely point. Simon brought. Actually, Simon brought that point up last time he was here. So thank you, Simon. Yeah, thanks, Simon. I've You're welcome, to, sir. <laughs> yep, I've managed to move in here without the landlord noticing. So I think we can manage a cat. Wouldn't it be great in, if, in every argument, regardless of whether you're cohabiting or engaged or married or whatever, you actually had somebody yeah. who was there, just maybe even in the earpiece, to say, <laughs> mention that you uh, moved in and the landlord hasn't noticed, or whatever it is. Because sometimes when you're in the heat of that argument, yeah. you, 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 you don't think Simon so. seems yeah. to be always on my side, which I really yeah, enjoy. But I think he just, I don't think it's because he likes me. I think it's because he likes winding up. I know, I know that Simon does like me, but I think it's because he likes winding up Sam more. In other oh, yeah. I need to find some, sorry, I need to find somebody that you like winding up and I need to get with them. Yes. And then I need to get an earpiece uh, yeah. live to you. That's so what you, you need. Can help yeah. me uh, yeah. in, wind, in wind those arguments. Arkansas woman gets 15 years. Oh, that's a, that's a convenient change of subject. Segway. Arkansas woman gets 15 years for posing as sheriff, releasing boyfriend from jail. She she loves him. What? See? She got 15 years for what? I wasn't she really posed listening. as a sheriff and released her boyfriend from jail. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Only in Arkansas. <laughs> she was like... I bet she's got a cat. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Does Maybe. that just come in live? Is that like hot? That's hot like, news. No, I go through and I like save a couple of news stories that look interesting. Just just for when I'm winning, he can segue I can change something the subject. Else. I, can, yeah. I can cleverly Another segue. device yeah. that's really handy in an argument. Just maybe have a little list of things that you've seen in the news that day. <laughs> <laughs> look at this thing. We can change the subject to. Yeah. But Sam. Oh. Oh, access denied. Never mind. We can talk about how much I want a cat. <laughs> Simon's got a really great cat. His name is Henry. He's, He's a ragdoll great. cat. He's lovely. He's fucking stupid and big and fluffy, and I love him. And I want a ragdoll cat now. Could you look after their cat? Could, could you look after? Could they look after your cat? Could I have Henry? You can't have him. Can I put him up my jumper? Him. Maybe on I those mean, nights that you can't get back to let him out for a wee or something. It's not like that with cats, is it? I've it got a not. dog. He looks after himself. He's got a cat flap. Um, Plus Simon lives on the other side of town. I mean, I like cats, but I don't like them that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do live very close to the garden centre that you're always happy to visit to see dogs. Oh, yeah. On this There's a puppy hour at a garden centre in Brighton. Don't tell people where. No, I won't. I won't tell them about the secret, secret. The secret garden centre. I mean, you could find it with a quick Google. Oh, but. yeah. Brighton Garden Centre Puppy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, there is a puppy hour at a garden centre uh, on the other side of town on every Saturday from 9.30 to 10.30. And it's where people can bring their puppies so the puppies can socialise with other puppies. And you. And me. <laughs> we don't have a puppy, but sometimes we just go. But I teach singing on a Saturday morning. Oh. So whenever I'm on half term or Easter or whatever, we always go into puppy hour and then have breakfast at the garden centre. Because we're a middle-aged couple <laughs> do that rather than get a dog again a little yeah. bit of advice i've got a 10 year old beagle she's Aww. a total pain in the arse beagles are like they fart a lot don't they They fart a lot they run away a lot they're just food obsessed dribblers uh she doesn't dribble that much oh, really no she's just sort of um it's just another thing to worry about yeah you know I went to um, my therapist about uh, well, I go to my therapist every week but about two sessions ago she said we were talking about just random stuff and I was like god I really want a dog and she was like well you know do you have time for a dog I'm always telling her about how busy and how stressed I am and then she was, I was like well if I had a dog I would make the time to you know I'd cut back on projects and I'd like make the time because I want a dog so bad mm. and she was like so why is it then that you will make time for a dog but you won't make time for yourself 
and I was Ooh. like, and mic that's drop the tea. I was like, all right, babe, <laughs> all right, toots. I was like, shit, like left there, just like, oh god. So since then, I've been trying to make time for myself, as if I was, you know, a dog owner, like your going own, for a walk you every your day. Own dog. Could you and, be like, your own dog? Lick yeah. your genitals. Yeah. Um, oh, if know. I could, I wouldn't need this one. <laughs> um, I like every day, just like taking myself for a walk and like throwing sticks for yourself, playing on the rug. Yeah, like just having a little chill and just trying to be like, if I had a dog here right now, I wouldn't do this. I would probably go downstairs and play with the dog instead. So. And on Channel 4 next is a documentary, I'm My Own Blank, in which people are their own things. We have uh, Annie Harris, who, who is her own dog. We have Amy Cooper, who is her own grandmother. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and Simon Goodway, who is his own ghost. Ooh. Now, I've, we, I wanted to bring you all together... Excuse me. <laughs> Escaped myself with my own fault. You, I wanted to make this documentary to highlight the need and the ability for people to be their own things. Excuse me, and, stop licking yourself. And we're so glad that you did, Sam. We're really glad that you brought us all. I've got together. some. Uh, I've got some needlepoint for you to do, and uh, a small bland biscuit. Do you have any gin, <laughs> yes. darling? I'm yes. quite happy to do some needle point if I've got some gin. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm being rubbed up against by this lovely, lovely uh, uh, Annie. She smells like food. <laughs> Old food. Mm, my favourite kind. Si- and Simon, what's it like being your own ghost? Ooh, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm haunting myself <laughs> because I haven't finished business. I need myself to forgive myself before I can pass over to the other side. Do you, do you accuse yourself frequently of being a piece of undigested potato? I do. Do you... Uh, what is it? No more... You're more, less of the grave and more of gravy? Is that Yes, the, that's that the, the line, thing? essentially, yes. 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 That's lovely. Yes. Yes, lovely sentiment. And I don't even like gravy. No. You I like gravy. Wait, you don't... Comes, it just comes me. out the other side. Excuse me, you I'm don't like gravy? I like gravy. It just goes all the way through. Get out of my studio. What? You don't like gravy? It's not mm. acceptable. It's not, not acceptable. You like gravy, gravy, don't you? I love gravy. I love gravy everywhere. I put it in my food, I, like I put it in my fur, I put it in my mouth, I put it in my tail, I put it in my paws, I put it in my butt, I roll around in it. I love gravy. See, that's someone who likes gravy. I like ghost I, gravy. What, did you used to play uh, the harpsichord <laughs> in Colchester around 1934? You look rather familiar. That's right. Oh, is that you, Jeannie? <laughs> Darling. Oh, you, you're a shadow you. of yourself, but the man is still there. I can see him. We used to have cocktails. Oh, Do you remember? Did. Oh, those happy days. Oh, since what happened, dear? Well, I he died. I died. I, yes, I was attacked by a dog. That dog there. A dog. It was me. I got. I ate him. I bite him, and then he bled, and then he died, and then I ate him. Mm. I must have vengeance, Jeannie. Kill the dog for me. Mm. Oh, darling, here's a gun. <laughs> I seem to have, Annie, get your gun. I seem to have got myself caught up in some sort of strange rage. Oh, finally. Now I can be released to the afterlife forever. Goodbye, Jeannie. Oh. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, well, he's gone. Um, I didn't know, I didn't never found out what ghost gravy was. It's just like normal gravy, but a ghost like gravy that's died. 
what you'll find with him is he will come back from the other side to answer any questions uh, yes. you do have. I'm going again now. Bye. Bye. And I'm really, I'm really developing a lovely crocheted hoop here. It's so, um, it's lovely. Yes. Well, that's all we have time for. Some <laughs> Goodbye. Ble- bleeding dog on the floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. Well. 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 I guess in a way, all gravy Three is gravy. Three holes It's all made from things that have died. I want to drop a little truth bomb on here. Sam doesn't like parsnips. They're gross. What the hell? They're I know. Disgusting. Not even about, roasted you like parsnips? some honey. Uh, honey roasted parsnips. Yes, they're the best thing in the world. No. Fuck well, you, Sam. You can't, <laughs> you can't not like honey roasted parsnips. I hate them. They're no, the what worst about food. if they were nestled in with a couple of carrots? <laughs> no. No? Every time I like bite Aubergine? into one. Uh, I, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I don't... I, I wouldn't just... You do a banging aubergine curry, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just parsnips. Could you sneak a parsnip in there? But then there? also that means that I get all the parsnips, which it's a, that's yeah. a win-win. But Simon likes parsnips and Simon has a parsnips, cat. Yeah. He's also in this marriage as well. I don't know how that's going to work in yeah. terms of the parsnip no, distribution. Yeah. Parsnips yeah. are a deal breaker. Simon, do you want to marry us? Like, like I mean, I like, mean if, you like, if there triangle. are parsnips in it for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. Sam doesn't yeah. like parsnips, so you and I can share Sam's parsnips. Oh, I mean, if, and that's what love is. There's plenty of parsnips to go around. <laughs> main, the main place that I eat, ever eat honey roasted parsnips is at like oh. Carveries, where you can get as many as you want anyway. So the, oh yeah, down the weight shift. Really matter how much. Down the weight shift, all you can eat four ninety five. Lovely. Fuck yeah. Welcome to the parsnip carvery. We got all the fucking parsnips you could fucking want. Come on down to parsnip carvery. <laughs> I've carved a parsnip. I've made it into the shape of a sword. That's right. Fifteen ninety nine. All you can eat parsnips. Also behind the bar, we've got the parsnip cocktail. Parsnip mojito. Uh, parsnip crisps. Have, have you got anything other than parsnips? No, no, just parsnips. But it's a carvery. Parsnips. Yeah. What actually gets carved? Parsnips. parsnips. Do you carve parsnips? Yeah! I guess you could. Yeah! We sauté parsnips, we blanch parsnips, we dice parsnips, we... And then we carve them. We carve them up. I guess I'll just have some of all of the different types of parsnip then. Oh, the taster plate. Very good choice, sir. Would you like some parsnip wine to go with it? Is there gravy? No. Parsnip cake! Parsnip cake or parsnip cheesecake. That's your option. You can also have some parsnip ice cream or parsnip yogurt. We serve it with parsnips. The difference between the parsnip cake and the parsnip cheesecake yeah. is that the parsnip cheesecake also has cheese in it? No, it's just blended parsnip to right. make it look the size uh, and the texture of parsnip cheesecake. And the biscuit base is also parsnip. 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 Right. Grumbled up. Stuck together with parsnip butter. I guess I'll have that then. Yeah! Good choice, sir. Parsnip! Here's your bill. <laughs> it's got a parsnip on it. <laughs> I want to go there. Yeah, that'd be great. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> a nightmare. Hell. Simon and I can go on our first date there and you can sit outside in the car. Perfect. As long as I don't have to go anywhere near fucking parsnip park. Fucking love. Oh, I was sat in the car in the car park with a packet of crisps. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah outside the working men club. Working men yeah. Club. yeah. It's like dad's inside having a pint. I'll just chill out in the car. That's oh. totally fine, wasn't it? it was and, like, we're, and we're fine. We, we've grown into healthy adults who are yeah, balanced yeah. and those of us reasonable. that survived are fine yeah. <laughs> those of us who didn't get abducted or murdered yeah. 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 I, I saw a tweet the other day that said uh, me to my daughter now if she's going it's like you're going to your friend's house take your phone and text me every 20 minutes to let me know that you're safe and it's like me when I was a kid it's just like mum I'm going to go play in the quarry it's like mum <laughs> dinner's at five <laughs> it's like great <laughs> that's what it was like we had a building site on our so I lived on a new build when I was growing up and we had a building site the other half of the new build was being built while we lived there it was very new. Yeah, it was V new. Like yeah. we, you know, we we bought a we didn't see our house before we bought, we bought a showroom house, and then they just built gave us like one of the you know plot type things. Bought it off plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, there was a building site next door to our and we just used to hang out in the building site like jump off diggers and like into Jesus big piles Christ. of cement. no health and safety no no <clears throat> literally none I once jumped off um, the roof of a half built garage so there was like scaffolding around it. there was someone building a double garage and there was scaffolding all around it so I managed to climb up onto the there was no roof on top so I managed to climb on top of the wall of the garage and jump off the roof of the garage into like a massive pile of like clay or like some sort of like soft hardcore yeah like it was yeah I must have been about eight or nine I was really not and I remember the next um the the next thing I remember is being in the bath and just surrounded by like orange water (laughs) my mum like scrubbing me and my dad came into the bath and was like don't do that again I was like okay and then I was like straight back out straight back out there the next day yeah we even built a a tree swing we had this massive old oak tree in the middle of the so the the build was built in a a field and in the middle of the field sort of the centre of the new build was this massive like green where we all used to play football and stuff and there was a massive oak tree and it was like a big branch coming out of it so we all all of us kids got this huge branch and two bits of rope and made like a long bench rope swing that we could all sit on um, and at one point I think there was about five or six of us on it swinging backwards and forwards and then one side of the rope snapped and my friend the littlest one we all slid down all sat on top of her and she crushed her arm and broke her arm oh god <laughs> And then her parents were um, her parents were GPs, so she like went home and she was like, gave them this arm that was like <laughs> they're like yeah that's a that's a break that's what that is <laughs> bless God. her and she had to spend all summer in a cast so I went round and I took I felt so bad I went and took her all of my sleepover club books was it your idea for this I contraption? can't remember it was like sort of there was a few bigger boys in the estate so it was just me and my brother and a few bigger boys and my little friend Izzy bless her got her arms snapped in half see that was back in the day when you could play on the streets men could just you know. take you without you- your parents knowing you know oh uh, it's wasn't monmouth though so oh you'd be surprised oh. like even the country there's less to do so you know <laughs> like in the city <laughs> there's less to do it's like oh i can either do drugs get pregnant or or steal a kid oh lord <laughs> that, that wasn't decisive <laughs> the most peaceful ding do you remember just oh yeah just reminiscing about back in the day yeah um so yeah, I just always remember like all the adults. They used to have those little. It's like a. It looked like a, like a handheld device. They used to scroll sort yeah. of with their thumb. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. What was it like? Phone eye. If it if it ipico ipipo Do you remember that? Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. I know. And everyone used to. Do you remember like those things you used to get in and like there'd be like a wheel. Oh, the the and your mum would like yeah. drive it. it. Oh, it was mental, you know wasn't it? Just yeah. sit in, the, in it. You go places in it. But, oh, but yeah. it was up to like the human to make the decisions of like, where to stop and start and oh, turn and that. Oh, they didn't run it. people used to fucking dying. In, 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 the, and do you remember they used to have those big sort of round wooden pole things with like little green things at the top on... on, on oh, on, that's on right. Big, and like, like, oh, like flying cats would live in them. Like yeah, little tiny little tiny right, little yeah. cats with wings used to live in them. Yeah, God, it was mad that. Yeah, do you remember all those little bugs that used to like pollinate our earth and stuff and yeah. like give oh, us oxygen? Little scurvy fellas. Yeah, oh. yeah. Do you know what? I do remember now. You mentioned that. Oh, God. do you remember when we used to like turn the tap on and there wasn't like this weird green sludge coming out? Do you, and do you remember when you could look up and instead of just seeing the like concrete roof of a bunker, there was like a big blue expanse. Oh my god! Oh, vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. Silence, humans. It is I, the four-legged prodigy child from earlier. Remember, <laughs> it's me. Oh, I hello, am Donald Trump. Hello. No, I am the root. Don't. 
Don't be so yeah, familiar. Yeah, we established that you were Donald Trump. Yes, I know, but don't be so familiar. I am the l- ruler of mankind. Hello, leader, leader of ruler of mankind. We were just you. reminiscing ruler of mankind. Do you remember you used to have those things? You, like a building, you go into it and there'd be like, a, like someone stood behind like like a till type thing. I think yes. it was. You go and get stuff off shelves. They and were like, called the buy places. Oh, <laughs> and were they good places that we should continue to go to? We should pretend we have one. We should set up a little sort of cargo cult shop for that's very kind of you, great and glorious yes, leader. Yes, I am great and glorious leader. Did oh. you have one of those when you were growing up? Because your your mum, like your, your mum, it was my, your mum and your cousin, wasn't yeah. it? That's when that all yeah. kicked off. That's yeah, right, I my mother and my cousin. Great and glorious leader. Do you remember, yes. like a really, really long time ago, where you used to come downstairs and you bring us this stuff on plates, and then we put it in our bodies, and it would like make us feel a bit better? Do you remember oh, I that? that? I do. I've yeah. given up on feeding you lot. You've Honestly, you're just wasting my time. Well, these pellets are fine. I mean, yeah, you I like pellets. Right. You like pellets, yeah. don't you? Yes, Emperor Trump. Can I have another um, bottle of stagnant water? Here you go. You've been such a good boy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. And on that note, I think we'll draw things to a close. Nice. Yeah, seems like a good place. Well, if this is the podcast, as we were saying before, that is like the one, like the, the manual. Yeah, uh, how to you know, do it. If anybody's out there and they're kind of like, oh, that sounds like that could be fun. Yeah. And what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. You just You just get a funny that, look over the microphone yeah. if, you <laughs> if you do something say, <laughs> say something like, like bit... call somebody out on something <laughs> yeah. that they've done. Uh, and but... you'll, you'll be fine. So this um, <clears throat> this episode is going out 1st of July. Mm. So Hello, July. I thought it was June. Hello, future me. July. Uh, You're really getting backed up with these episodes. Yeah, we are. I uh, remember the days I'd come on this, I'd go home, and I could listen to it that night. I know. <laughs> oh, back in the good old days. Nice. Nice. Remember when Sam was disorganised and yeah. single? <laughs> <laughs> no more of that now. No, no. <laughs> She's here organising me. Um, have you got any upcoming shows in, in I've got loads, mate. Yeah. Loads. Where can people find you if they wanted to find a... So if you go onto Instagram, yep. and um, which is like an app, uh, so it's like a quite a colourful logo, the app, you uh-huh. just launch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm vaguely addicted to that, which mm. is really, really bad. So yeah, I'm Amy... Uh, who am I? Amy Cooper Performs. So it's A-I-M-E-E-C-O-O-P-E-R. So that's Cooper. But then on the end it's F-O-R-M-S because Cooper Forms. Cooper Forms. Cooper. Now, if you're still, get get your pen and paper. You scrabbled that down. (laughs) Go to it now. Go to it now. And I do stuff. I'll put a link and in the show notes. Good stuff on there. I'm looking forward to seeing you do stuff. Oh. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so glad you... You've dragged my ass out of bed. (laughs) And I'm so glad you didn't go, oh, this was a lot shitter than I no, heard it through the wall not. Uh, no no I heard through the wall that you guys were having a lot of fun without me and I was like okay I guess I'll get, put some getting pants in on. on that yeah guess I'll put some trousers on <clears throat> yeah. you could have come in here without trousers on that's true fun. yeah anything coming up Simon I'm sure there is there's probably a tea and toe show on maybe the second Saturday yeah probably a scoops on maybe the third Friday yeah but you know <laughs> look on the internet because I don't really know what I'm talking about yeah just look at search for scoops uh, Brighton yeah, on, on or Facebook. you know, search for any other shows. You don't just have to come to ones I'm in. Just do what you like. That's the point of plugs, Simon. The point. <laughs> oh, is sorry. To- <laughs> come to my. I'm things. coming. You sold it to me. Don't I'm do coming. anything that I'm not involved in. Um, <laughs> I've got a plug. What have you got? Um, so in, uh, we're going to Edinburgh. We are. We are. We're going to Edinburgh. Uh, it's just been confirmed that we will be heading over to Sweet for uh, one night only in Edinburgh. Ooh. We'll be up there from the 23rd to the 26th, and our show, Shit Scripts, Bad Manners, is going to be on the 25th. So I'm going to have to take all my shit with me. Yes. Oh. 
yeah sorry uh we're gonna go i think we're gonna i think we're gonna drive um we're gonna go and do shit scripts bad manners after the success of brighton fringe uh yep. for one night 25th at uh sweet works on uh, sorry sweet at grass market uh which is a lovely venue very excited about performing there and uh, it's gonna be at half nine on the 25th of August and he said May then 25th of August yep and I'm, I'm up there then I'm going to plug my birthday as well my birthday is going to be on the 14th of August so I'll be a full year older so wish, wish Annie a happy birthday Aww. in six weeks time yeah okay uh, I haven't got anything to plug really this podcast leave it your leave- butt oh every time oh, oh she did it she oh no she did it I'm obsessed uh, I this podcast leave a review um it would be great five star reviews on iTunes are so helpful for getting visibility of Absolutely. the podcast uh, and, and if you do you're still in the still the draw for um, winning a t-shirt there's a contriving sufferable merch here. I've got one I've got one yeah Simon's got Simon I got one I have he, one he Simon desi- designed it he designed it and I'm a co-host of the show that's true a temporary <laughs> co-host uh, you may have to wait for the, the merch line to be officially released I will drop my five star review, especially on this episode. Just grab Aww. the one behind you on the way back. I'll just yeah. <laughs> Oh look over there. <laughs> um yeah. Tell your friends, tell your priest, um, tell a nun about this podcast. They all want to hear it. I've heard them talking. Uh thank you for listening. You this for has been Contriving me. Insufferable. My temporary co host today was Simon Goodway. Thank you. <laughs> my first guest was uh, Amy Cooper. Thank you for having me and teaching me the ways of your tribe and kind. Oh, thank you for coming. Love it. Uh, and my second co-host slash second guest is Annie Harris. Thanks for having me in my own house. You're very welcome. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been Contriving Yourself. I've been your host, Sam Ray. Goodbye. Have a good Monday. Bye. Bye.